This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Briefly, in the next um, twenty minutes or so, God is going to be speaking to us, and tonight, tonight happens to be our last Wednesday in the month of June. So we are not having Bible study tonight. So the Bible study topic um, outline that was shared will be uh, will be our focus next week, Wednesday. But I want you to pay attention because when the presence of God comes, you can't deny it. And when true revival comes, no man can deny it, its impact. You can't hide it. Just like no pregnant woman can hide, no matter how she tried to hide it, somehow it will show. That is how you will not be able to hide your blessing. I say you will not be able to hide your blessings. Because the blessings itself will announce you. In the name of Jesus. I said the blessing that comes with this revival will announce you. In the name of Jesus. We thank God for the success of the three days evangelism. It was a huge success. It was a huge success. Give it to the Lord. Give it to Him. Give it to Him. Give it with the whole of your heart. Give it to Him. 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 It's worthy to be praised. It's worthy to be praised. So we want to thank the Lord specially. For his move in our means, for the souls that he saved to himself. I am also amazed by the turnout and the zeal of the people of God towards this evangelism. Once again, jam your hands together for Jesus. Louder for Jesus, louder for Jesus, louder for Jesus. The turnout was amazing. The turnout was amazing. Clap for Jesus, that hand will not wither. That hand will not wither. There are some people who wish they could clap. Would you do it better for Jesus? Give him the glory. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray for everyone that has participated in this three days evangelism. That in the name of Jesus, you will not be able to hide your blessings. I pray for you, you will go from strength to strength. You will go from glory to glory. And all the souls that the Lord has sent to himself, they will abide. Our labors will not be in vain. In the name of Jesus. So many amazing testimonies to share. Maybe we'll just share one of them. Um, today, a man was driving by. And so, because there was one of the brethren who was preaching outside. And so, the man was driving by, he had passed. So, he wanted to know what exactly was going on here. And so, he came back. And then, he called me. And myself and Enulu Affair attended to him. While others were busy hunting for souls. For Jesus. And he said, what is happening? And we told him, well, we are having our annual revival. And we are also inviting members of the community to join us. And he said he was impressed. I didn't even know he was a believer. 
and he said he stopped by to encourage us that we are doing well. We just jam your hand together for Jesus. He stopped by that he was surprised to see that there are people who are coming out to advertise Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Uh, you know, yesterday, while we were going home, myself and my family, I shared with the brethren that were here this morning. On Keniston Highway, we saw a family, and I believe they are Nigerians. A man and his teenage daughter, about the age of Deborah, and also the son, about the age of Jalomi, standing on Keniston Highway. My wife was in the southern. They carried Jesus saves. Jesus loves you. He died for your sin. And you see, and I was telling my family, I said, can you people see that we are not the only one serving Jesus? We are not the only one. And also the brethren was also telling me about uh, how one of the churches, also one of the Pentecostal churches was telling them this morning at the park that, uh, uh, how did you say they put it? I don't mention the name of the church. That they are investing souls for us. That because it's like any, any, uh, once they reach out to people, they ask if they are from this church. So let's give Jesus a big round of applause. Give Jesus a big round of applause. Father, once again, we thank you for all this testimony. And another practical thing that I saw, the man I was talking to tonight, you know, this morning, you know, as we were talking, he brought out money. I was saying I should take and give it to my son. And I said, no, we don't need it. That I should keep his money. He said, no. And then I turned, I gave it to Sister Ijoma. I said, drop it in the offering envelope. And then also, Sister Ijoma later said, there, there was also somebody else who came to give money also. What does that tell you, brethren? It tells you and I. You see, it's not that I have only heard it. I have seen it. Men are able to lay down their treasures at the feet of Jesus. When you are out for serving Jesus, a man of God, a medical doctor that has a complete hospital, came and brought the key and said, here is this for mission. So, brethren, that's why when we encourage you and say, serve the Lord, go out for souls. We are not just telling you a story. I'm not telling you a story. I'm telling you, to, you see, the things that you cannot even labor for in life, men will begin to run after you to give it to you. At least we saw it today. Saying, take money. I will say, we don't need money. My prayer for you, in the name of Jesus, the burden for souls will not leave your heart. I said, the burden for souls will not leave your heart. The burden for the advancement of the kingdom of God will not leave your heart. In the name of Jesus. John chapter 1, verse 50. John chapter 1, verse 15. Thou shalt see greater things. Say a believing amen. amen. That's what we are looking at briefly. Jesus answered and said unto him, John 1, verse 15. Jesus answered and said unto him, Because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, Believe it, thou, thou shalt see greater things than this. Say a believing amen. That is God's word to you. In this year's revival, you will see greater things in the name of Jesus. 
And he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Hereafter, ye shall see heaven open. The heaven will open over your life. And the angels of God are sending and descending upon the Son of Man. I said, the heavens are open over your life. The heavens are open over your life. He said, thou shalt see greater things. So brethren, in this pre-revival encounter night, you will see greater things. Now, oftentimes you will hear Jesus talk about greater things, greater things, greater things. And the question you ask yourself is, what could be more greater than what Jesus had done? What could be more greater than, a, you know, Jesus walking on the water? What could be more greater than a man who had been rotting for four days in the grave, Lazarus? He came back to life. So the question, what could be more greater than this? But you know what? If Jesus made a statement, if he says it, he's able to perform it. Now, I want you to tell your neighbor, if Jesus says it, he's able to perform it. He's able to perform it. Now, the Bible tells us also in the book of John chapter 14, verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that is you, he that believeth on me, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. The works that I do, shall he do also. So that means no matter the work that you've seen Jesus do, you are able to do the same work. He went on by saying, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. Greater works. You will see greater works, greater things happening in this year's revival in the name of Jesus. So greater works tells me one. Number one, not to settle for less in life. I mean, if our Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, dwelling among us, the King of glory dwelling among us, could do this mighty works, and yet he still says that you will see greater things. That is what the Lord told me. And I, I believe it was on Monday. After we finished from here, physically I was so tired. So I went home, and I bathed and I slept. And the Lord visited me in the afternoon, three days ago, in a revelation. Greater works than this you will do. And I pray for you, greater works you will do. I say greater works you will do. And in that revelation, I saw multitudes, multitudes of souls multitude of souls greater works than these you will see and you will do in the name of jesus so number one greater works tells me and you not to one settle for less in life don't settle for less in ministry don't settle for less in your family don't settle for less in your career don't settle for less in this year's revival. Don't settle for less in the actualization of your dream. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for less in your class, 
in your grave. Don't settle for less. Because if Jesus said greater works than this, then that means whatever Jesus had done in his entire stay here on earth, we are supposed to do the same and even greater. You might say, how was this possible? Well, the Bible already told us in that verse 50. Believe. Also in verse 12 of uh, John chapter 14, he said, believe. Just believe it. That is all you need. Say, ah, I have not even worked on water and he's telling me I will do greater work than what Jesus did. Well, you see, it is very wrong of me not to believe what the Bible says. Believe what the Bible says. Believe what the word of God says to you. As we begin this year's revival, greater words, greater miracles, greater signs and wonders shall be the order of the day in the name of Jesus. I also shared yesterday of a man I was talking to him on the street and he said he is having the infection in his ear. I said, okay. I said, if you accept Jesus, then we will pray for you. And that infection will disappear. And then he accepted Jesus. And I put my ear, my hand on his ear. On his two ear. And I prayed for him. And I rebooked that devil called infection out of his ear. And after that, I said, how are you now? He said, he feels much better. Greater works you will see in the name of Jesus. Number two. So number one, don't settle for less in life. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Number two. Don't be complacent with whatever you have seen God perform in your life. Press for more height. Number two. Press for more height. No wonder Paul says, Imagine despite all that the Lord had accomplished through Paul. This man was just saying that he was pressing forward. He was pressing forward. He was pressing forward. Maybe you are not yet working in your career now. And yet you have a job. We bless God for that. Don't settle for that. Press for excellence. Press for it. In this year's revival, I pray for you. God will open new doors unto you. In the name of Jesus. So don't be complacent with whatever you have seen God performed in your life. Don't just go and uh, you know, fold your hand and say, wow, I lay my hand on a man and he began to hear well. I remember the first miracle that I will see with my own eyes. You know, it took me months. If I had used the date as my phone password, I do many things. And I was just rejoicing in it so many months when God raised, raised my friend up from death. And I wasn't anybody. I was just a member of the church on campus. My wife here, she's here, a living testimony. She was there that night. So we've been doing the work of God by God's grace together since on campus. And you know, when I saw my friend came back to life, he was speaking kata, 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 kata. You know, I couldn't hold it. For a month, I was praising God. And one day, God came to me. He said, no, this is just the beginning. If you spend all the distance and just focusing on this, press on for greater things. Press on for greater things. 
Press on for greater things. Press on for greater things. Tell your neighbor, press forward. Press for greater things. Press for greater things. Press for greater height. Number three. Thou shalt see greater things. It tells you and I not to what? Limit ourselves. Because God, with God, there is no limit. Don't join the people to say that the, the sky is the limit. Where is it in the Bible? Some things have become like norms now. Globally, in academic community, in churches that are not biblical. God did not say the limit, the, the, the sky is your limit. So oftentimes we limit what God is able to do in our life with the words of our mouth. Tell your neighbor, the sky is not your limit. Tell your neighbor, the sky is not your limit. Because with God, there is no limit. You see, no matter how highly anointed a man, a family, or any individual may be, you can't exhaust the power of God. You can't exhaust his anointing. You see, when you see one thing, there are thousands of things you don't even know yet. You see one miracle, there are millions of them with God. So there is no limit with God. No limit with God. So don't join people to say, well, the sky, is, the sky is not your limit. There is no limit with God. Tell your neighbor, there's no limit with God. Tell your neighbor with confidence, there is no limit with my God. So stop limiting yourself. Find three more people and tell them, there is no limit with my God. So stop limiting yourself. Find a second person, there's no limit with my God. So stop limiting yourself. Number three, there's no limit with my God. So stop limiting yourself. The Bible tells us in the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 37. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Nothing. Nothing. I mean nothing. So when, the, when Jesus says, Thou shalt see greater works in this revival, what that means is that there is no limit with God. So don't put yourself in a corner. Don't say, well, after all, my mommy managed to finish grades, high school. So if I finish to graduate from first degree, I have done well. Well, we praise God for your life. You have done well. But you know what? There is still more heights. There are more grounds to cover. At a point, the man of God, Joshua, after an old age, he thought he had arrived. And it surprised him that God came to him and said, Joshua, ah, you are getting old now. And see, look at the ground. This land, you have not conquered it. So, brethren, I want to encourage you tonight. Don't set a limit around your life. Don't set a limit on what God can do with your destiny. And that's why, you see, the kind of church you attend, the kind of messages you listen to, the kind of men of God you listen to, the company you keep, they all shaped your life. Because the Bible said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you walk with men of God with small faith, you walk with men of God that have that kind of shallow thinking, that is how you begin to think. But if you walk with God, 
the Bible said, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. You tell your friend, I see myself one day flying an aeroplane. Say you, you. And you are doing customer service. You don't know what you are talking about. You, you fly on plane. You, you, you. The customer service is not the same as being a pilot. Tell your neighbor, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Tell your neighbor, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Number four. Thou shalt see greater works tells us to believe God for greater things that eyes had not seen. Things that are yet to be revealed in the physical realm. There are some things that are in place now, but they are yet to be revealed to mankind. That's why the Bible tells us he said, for eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has he entered into the heart of man. What God has planned for them that loved him. So, believe God for greater things. For mighty things. In fact, God told me this afternoon. He said, with what I'm set to do with your life. He said, I'm going to do something with your life. That in the history of your family, it has not been done before. Not only that, he said, in the history of the community where you came out from, in the history of the country where you came out from, and in the history of Canada, and in the history of the entire world, you think it's not possible? It is possible. The same way God has said I should tell you. That what he's about to do with your life, you see, you have a client, a client like a community folks, like people you grew up with. What God will do with your life, it has not been done in your community before. What God is about to do with your life and your family, if you can believe God for greater things, you see, in the history of the country, whether you are from Nigeria or Jamaica, Ghana, what God will do with your life had not been done in that country before. What God will do in your life had not been done in North America before. What God will do in your life had not been done in the history of the world before. Is God able? Rise up on your feet and say, My God is able. Say, my God is able. My God is able. My God is able. Lastly, take your seat. Thou shalt see greater. It means that demand for those greater things in the place of prayer. Ask for them. Be ready to pay the price. That is the summary of verse number five. There is always a price to pay for greater things. To be prophesied on, that you have been prophesied on, you've been told, you'll be great, you'll be this, they are good. But there are prices to pay. Prices of fasting and prayer. Prices of separating yourself. Prices of maintaining your focus on Jesus. Prices of giving. Prices of sleepless night when you are tiring before God. Prices of taking giant steps for Jesus. Prices of evangelism. There is always a price to pay for greater things. Now rise up on your feet. You are going to say, Father. Say, Father. 
thank you for all the great things happening in my life and family now and in your church please do greater things tonight and in this year's revival that compels sinners to turn to the truth make that your prayer thank you for the great things there is great things and there are greater things thank you for the great things you are saying thank you for the great things thank you for the great things father i am grateful for the great things i am grateful for the great things i am grateful for the great things you are doing in my life now i am grateful i celebrate your grace i celebrate your hand i celebrate your mercy i celebrate your favor over my life i am grateful for the great things you are doing in my life now but father i also thank you in advance for the greater things that i will see in this year's revival i thank you in the work you have committed to my hand i thank you i thank you i thank you for greater things you are going to do for in jesus mighty name we are free next you are going to say father let there be greater things salvation healings miracles mighty signs and wonders divine visitation in this year's revival go ahead and make that your prayer let there be greater things greater things you said that if we believe that we will see greater things let there be greater things lord greater things in our midst greater words in our midst we believe you in this free encounter night tonight oh lord greater things let it become the order of the day in my life For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Next, you are going to say, my father. Say, my father. Say, my father. What God is about to do in your life, it had not been done in the history of your family. So it does not matter if you came from an extremely poor family. We are not talking about, You see, your background does not matter with it. It's not about the course you are studying in school. It's not about it. It is good to study hard. But it is not about whether you want to become uh, you know, a lawyer, an engineer, architecture, a doctor, a pharmacist mentioned. They are all good. But what God wants to do with your life. Haha. <laughs> You see, it's, uh, it's, it's beyond that. So you are going to pray tonight. Say, Father, what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what has not entered the heart of man, let it become the order of the day in my life beginning from tonight. Go ahead and make that your prayer. 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 What eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what has not been done in the history of my family, what has not been done in the history in, in, in my clan, in my community, in my state, in my nation, in our nation Canada, and in the entire world. Let it be done in my life. 
Let it be done in my family. Let it be done in modern Coconut Parish. In the name of Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You are going to say, Father, let the blind receive their sight. Let the lame walk. Let the lepers be cleansed. Let cancer, cancer and COVID-19 cases be healed. Let all manner of diseases disappear. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Make that your prayer, Father, in this year's revival. Let people with cancer be healed. Let people with COVID-19 be healed. Let people that are crippled be healed. Let the blind begin to see. In the name of Jesus, your word says, in the book of Matthew chapter 11 verse 4, that yes, the blind sees, the lame walk, the dumb speak, in the name of Jesus, make it the order of the day in this year's revival. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, begin to ask him what you want him to do. Perhaps, maybe it has not been mentioned. You know your specific needs. Take a few seconds. Talk to God. Can defeat a God? No head can dethrone a God. You run, you run. Yes, you run. You run. Yeah. You run, you run. Yes, you run. You run. No power. And if I got no head, and it drove, I you yes, you run, you run, you run, you run, you run, you run, no power. My God, no other can control. My God, you run, you run, you run, you run. Yes, you run. 